Hello, welcome to Freedom Talk. This is your host, Tamara. And guys, we got to get down to it. This will not be long, this intro. I just got my socks knocked off by this interview from Kevin and Stacy Carter. They are going to talk to us today about homeschooling. They have walked the walk with homeschooling. They have two success stories um, as far as homeschooling. And they have so much wisdom and they are really, really cool to listen to. And I get wiser every time I have a conversation with them. So guys, sit back, relax, get your notepad out, your popcorn, whatever it is that gets you relaxed so that you can just really dig in, do it because we are going to have a blast. Guys, thank you for joining me. Um, on this podcast. Welcome if this is your first time. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. And guys, remember, I can always be reached at freedomtalkllc at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share. Guys, you guys are sharing. I can tell. I can tell that you guys are listening and you're sharing. And I say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is a movement. And it can't be a movement if it doesn't move. So keep moving it, guys. (laughs) Thank you. um, And stay tuned, guys. Here we go. We're going to have a great, great conversation with Kevin and Stacey Carter. Hello, Freedom Talk family. This is Tamara, and today we have a two-for-one for you guys. We have two guests on our Freedom Talk Friday episode, and these two guests are going to talk to us about something that a lot of you guys are either about to experience for the first time or something similar to it, and it's homeschooling. Um, now, I do know that there is a difference between virtual and homeschooling, but some of the things are going to be, I think, uh, similar as it pertains to having your child in the home while they're learning. That's the bottom line. So we're going to dig in today. We're going to pick their brains and we're going to hear them share their experience of homeschooling. And also it's kind of, um, this was a big decision for them to make. So we can relate that to the last episode of how They had to make this big decision to transition from traditional schooling to homeschooling. So without further ado, let me introduce you to our guests today, Mr. and Mrs. Kevin and Stacey Carter. Hello. 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 (laughs) How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. Doing great, Tammy. Thank you. Okay, cool. Guys, look. I, I want to give them a chance to, to just kind of shake the jitters off because we, we've been having a, a bit of a time getting this thing going. But, yeah, we're determined we're going to make it happen. So you guys, you guys are in for a treat because we're real ready right now. <laughs> yes, we so are. <laughs> now um, here's I always give you guys some little fun facts. Freedom Talk family. Um, here's another uh, fun fact. Kevin and Stacy are actually Uncle Kevin and Aunt Stacy. They're my aunt and uncle. <laughs> and so I, I know a little bit about their story. 
Um, but I think it is amazing. So I thought definitely I'm just so thankful and grateful that they would like to share this story on my podcast um, so that you guys can know some of the things that I know. And I'm learning new things, too, um, about this story. So I just want to go on and dive in. And you guys, I'm sure you know who's going to speak or you can speak at the same times, different times. It doesn't matter to me. We'll hear it all. But I want to ask you guys how to just tell us a, about your story. How did you even get to a place? Um, and I believe, well, yeah, it's 20 years ago, around 20 years ago, close to it, where you guys decided, we're just going to go on and homeschool. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a series of events, um, to be honest, Tammy. Um, it actually started with a simple prayer mm -hmm. and, um, we were, we had, our, we had, have three children, mm -hmm. we have three children. Yeah. We, um, and they are, um, uh, our oldest is our daughter, Ilani, and then there's KJ, he's our middle son, uh, Kevin Jr. And then our youngest is Justice. <clears throat> so we had, uh, completely went through the public school system with our oldest and she mm -hmm. graduated and um when kj became uh school eligible we were uh we were really deep in into our our, our christian life we're, we're believers uh, mm -hmm. and um so we we wanted to go to a private school preferably a private christian school for kj mm -hmm. and so we did that and um he went for, I guess, pre, uh, pre-K, kindergarten, and first grade through a uh, Christian school. Mm -hmm. And during that time, um, uh, a series of events began to happen as we were involved in his activities uh, outside of school or in school. And uh, I'll let Stacy share some of that with you. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, it, it actually started with a simple prayer, Kevin and I. We just wanted something different. Um, our whole, um, to be honest, everything was involved. We had we were going to a, a church. It was mostly um, black, and you know mm -hmm. we just wanted them to have more diversity in their lives. Okay. And mm -hmm. so it actually started with a simple prayer, and um, we just prayed that we wanted to meet someone of a different race that had boys our our boys' ages. And mm -hmm. I tell you, Tammy, within two weeks, we met <laughs> this family because at that time, KJ, our oldest son, was in first grade. And he came home with a fly in his lunchbox for just this upward um, basketball. Mm -hmm. And so we went out, took him out to that um, the open house or what have you. Mm -hmm. And that his coach happened to be um, a member of whatever church that was. And we, <laughs> and um, they happened to be a homeschool family. Wow. And, yes. And so leading up to that um, previously, my husband and I, we were looking for property or to build a new home. And we happened to just go into several homes and they were homeschooling. 
didn't strike us. <laughs> I mean, we were like, okay, you know, or let us go. Oh, this is all just our homeschool room, but it still did, wasn't on our radar because everything we knew were from homeschooling was foreign and, and weird and things like that. So uh-huh. <laughs> plus, we're both educated, um, have college degrees, but no, we were never looking to teach anything anything especially me i did mm-hmm. not want the business personnel major did not want to teach didn't want to do anything like that so mm-hmm. it was off by radar it was strange that three houses had homeschool it was like oh okay and you know you yeah. see how they have the school set up and everything in their home however when we went to this open house for this basketball mm-hmm. i met the coach's wife and she just happened to be sitting there with her daughter and um you know, I did notice the interaction between her and her daughter. And, you know, you know how sometimes you have a spark or something. You don't know exactly how it's affecting you or what it means, but you, it grabs your attention. Yes. And mm-hmm. she came over and introduced herself to me. And she said, you know, hey, what school did your kid go to? And we were like, okay, this is the name of the school. And I said, and what about yours? And she said, we homeschool. <laughs> so and honestly, at that point, I know. my heart. <laughs> It was a virtual throw my hands up and like, okay, Lord, we're going to do this thing. You know, I'm like, I cannot believe this series of events talking about homeschooling. So um, basically that, that was our introduction. However, I was very reluctant, mm-hmm. um, had no information on it. Um, she kind of took me under her wings oh, okay. and, and kind of just, you know, took me to different people's houses homeschooler homeschool houses um her friends and i saw the different types of homeschool so that was like the second half of first grade Mm -hmm. and all during that summer i just kind of you know did my research and um i was like i I can't do this so i said you know i'm gonna talk kevin no way kevin's going for this Mm -hmm. i mentioned (laughs) to kevin and he was like yeah I, I, I think that's a good idea. And he can tell you he had a friend on his job, so I let him pick up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I had a a friend and a coworker who uh had homeschooled uh their daughter mm-hmm. and um she was I I guess you say the finished package. She uh mm-hmm. had you know, went through twelve years homeschool, uh, went on to college. And uh, she did transfer once, uh, but she ended up at the University of Alabama and she graduated with honors, 4.0 average. So um, we knew it could be successfully done. So, um, you know, we was like, okay, let's, let's kind of give it a try and embark on that adventure. And it was quite an adventure. Um, yeah. And so we, you know, we wanted that diversity in our lives. And mm-hmm. to go back, that family had two sons. They had an older daughter, and they mm-hmm. had two sons, which were a month apart in birthdays. <laughs> they were the same age of, as our two sons. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were a white family, mm-hmm. the same age, and each child's birthday was a month apart from ours. Wow. Our two children. And so that, you know, it was almost like, okay, you know, you ask for something from God, some diversity, but you don't mm-hmm. know how it's going to happen. And mm-hmm. so this was a major, major um, decision because, first of all, I was working and <laughs> I was still working, but I had just come home. 
Mm-hmm. No, as a matter of fact, yes, yes. I, I had come home after my first son was born. Uh-huh. So I had been home and I guess I was homeschooling, but not knowing it. You know, the normal things you do, the ABCs and the colors. Absolutely. And all it counts. <laughs> and so when that happened, I felt it, but I was afraid. Wow. And so, you know, going back to your, your Tuesday's freedom talk, it mm-hmm. was, that was the spiritual led part. You know, it's like, mm. okay, God, what are you doing here? I'm afraid my husband's on board. I don't know what I'm doing. But, you know, every, my, our son was in, in private school, but in every segment of the school, you know, like preschool, kindergarten, first grade, I'm very active. We're both very active in the schools, but somehow mm-hmm. we felt like he was being, he was slipping through the cracks in some way. And I think the last straw was I was very active in his first grade mm-hmm. and you know, we're halfway through the school year and I get a call from his teacher and I'm, I'm there helping out in classes and everything. Mm-hmm. And I get a call saying that he's behind in his reading. Now, mind you, his grades were B's mm-hmm. and we were doing all the homework and reading and everything. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I'm there every day. I'm helping out in class. You know, I'm at all the teacher parent conferences. Why is this just coming up? Yes. So I didn't understand that. So she said, you know, this would be a problem. He may have to repeat or have a tutor or what have you. So, and this is, I know, was another spiritual-led thing. Uh I went to Heaven and Earth, and I found this series of books. I didn't know where he was on the level. Mm -hmm. And level one through, I think, level five, just very simple books. And every day for two weeks, we just, I went through those series of books at night. We went through the books. And in she called me one day and she one day when I went to school, she said, you know, I don't know what happened, but his reading has improved tremendously. And I'm thinking, wow, what is happening here? You know, so Man. that doesn't even make sense. So that's when you know, God is just like really pushing you into this. This scary thing, yeah, you know what? That 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 is amazing. I mean, there are so many things like you referenced last Tuesday's episode. um, I talked about the four things that I do when I'm trying to um, conquer this big decision. And I'm 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 seeing how this is unfolding with you guys. And I thought I think that's awesome. The first one is to be clear about what you want and, and why you're doing it. You guys were clear about that. You want it you know, something different for your kids and some diversity. And, you know, and then number two is take out the emotion. So when you said I was afraid and I was just like, God, I'm afraid. So it's like, okay, I'm going to address it. But then you moved past that into the third step, which is to be confident. You said, okay, I got to put my, my, my mom advocate, you know, my, my advocating for my child hat on. I got to get this guy up to up to speed. And so you did that. And then the last thing we talk about is to push through the guilt. And I just use guilt for lack of better words, but sometimes it could be guilt, uh, you know, from, from yourself or from others or just naysayers. So what do you, did you all experience anything like that? Did you experience like, what are people going to think? Because, you know, as a member of the family, that no one in our family had ever homeschooled. So once we uh, 
finally made uh, that decision uh, to homeschool, um, by this time we had had a, a, a very large support system. We had um, other homeschool families we had met. Mm-hmm. We, um, uh, as Stacy mentioned, she had somewhat of a mentor. Um, the kids had developed friendships with the other homeschool children. And uh, there are established homeschool groups um, pretty much all over Virginia. They actually do a, a convention once a year in, okay. uh, in Richmond. And so we were already prepared and, it, you know, and talking with those people, they had mentioned that, you know, you're going to receive some backlash because a lot of people don't understand and oh. homeschool is, it's, it's not common and particularly and being honest particularly in in the black culture yeah we didn't know any uh homeschool black families we did meet some later but Mm -hmm. initially and it was always very few but initially we didn't know any so our relatives you know they questions questioned us about it and people who really loved us actually you know challenged us sometimes because they thought it was a not a good idea we even had uh, some pastor friends of ours. I mean, we know they genuinely loved us, but they had a negative experience with it. Not they themselves, but they knew of one family and one family only that mm-hmm. had homeschooled and it didn't turn out well. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so they kind of, you know, would try and maybe to possibly steer us away from it. But like I say, again, we had that uh, a real strong support system and, and I had the opportunity when um, we found out all all our supporters were believers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are other homeschool parents out there, you know, that are not believers. But all of our in our support group and in the uh, group that we were involved in and in our homeschool community, they were believers. Okay, so that made it. Um, I mean, you guys had something in common other than the homeschooling and and something like having your faith in common, that's powerful because that's what you lean on when you're making these decisions and when you're doing things that are uncomfortable and outside of the norm. So I'm, I'm sure that was uh, helpful. Now um, I I, I know Aunt Stacy, you know, usually she's the one doing the teaching. Now, Uncle Kevin, did you do any teaching with the, with the boys? Did you get a chance to try your hand? (laughs) <laughs> well, actually, I did being a uh, history major, uh-huh. so it was kind of understood that I, I would be the history teacher. So I taught history. Oh, cool. And um, again, I think uh, we had mentioned uh, early in the podcast how, I mean, we our spiritual life, I mean, was really exploding at the time. Mm-hmm. So um, we had uh, you know, really developed our relationship with the Lord and really had been studying the Bible pretty fervently. Mm-hmm. So I taught Bible also. And that kind of goes yeah. hand in hand with, I mean, history, because the Bible is history. Yes, so, it is. <laughs> Very good history. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so that is cool. Now, so that, I mean, that, I appreciate this because this is really, like I said, I'm learning some things um, that I didn't know from you guys' perspective about homeschooling. Now, I I do have a couple of questions (laughs) that um, 
are about the kind of like the meat of the the education part. And I know a lot of people right now because of virtual learning um, are they're afraid and they don't know what to expect. So how did you guys have an environment that was conducive to learning to um, as far as, um, you know, separating school time from home time and like did you allow things like you can teach while sitting on the couch or did you have to go to the the school area so how did you kind of set up set this um well it was based on the child actually we okay. started out sitting at the kitchen table um but then as you go along you kind of figure some things out what works best for your children yeah and so we had one that was would sit at the desk and do work. And then the second one, Justice, he needed some stimulation. Mm -hmm. So, um, but then we, we just kind of eased up along the way because we started out, I was like, okay, you have to have this traditional school environment. Yeah. But then it really wasn't working. So, you know, I had to tell myself, these, this is not traditional school. You, <laughs> you know, got I, it. I, I <laughs> talked about it all the time. And he was my, he was my person to say, Stacy. He even may had a sign that said flexibility. This is why we're doing this because we don't want our children to be stuck at a yeah. desk or, you know, in this structured environment. Yeah. And so all the time, if we, if there was a spelling, I remember with justice, our youngest uh, son, we did it with the ball, rolling it back and forth. Yeah. Back and forth. You know, we did things with music. We made mm -hmm. rhymes. We sit on the floor. I, eventually I let them, you know, once we got a schedule going and um, sometimes they could, you know, work in their pajamas, you know, mm -hmm. just to change it up, depending on you, because sitting behind a desk for justice was, I mean, he does it now, but, you mm -hmm. know, college, but he's just, he needs that stimulation. I, so, oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Man. And so we learned to be flexible. And, you know, KJ would just sit there, our oldest son, mm -hmm. he would just sit there, sit there, wouldn't say a word, but we could tell he was getting burned out. So mm -hmm. we had, I had to just, you know, you, you know, your children best. Yes. So therefore, and it's not the same thing every day. You know, sometimes you need to sit down and do this for a certain period of time, but when learning is not conducive and you can see that the child has shut down, then you have to make some adjustments. I, sometimes I said, okay, stop go outside and shoot the basketball a few times. Mm -hmm. Get yourself together and come out. Or I had, when they were younger, to march around the house, you know? Yeah. To shake it up. So, yeah, we didn't keep, we, it was somewhat traditional, but it was, we, we kept it open. And then some days we just called it quits. That's good. So basically what you're telling the listeners is you create the rules that work for your family. That's, yes. that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, and take advantage of the benefit of having your comfortable couch if that's what that child can handle. You know, yes. you, you know my girls. Um, <laughs> I have one that prefers a desk. I just finished her closet um, office. <laughs> and I have one that her room is completely turned upside down yes. right now as we speak. And she'll probably be, uh, who knows where she'll be. Um, doing her work and I'm really not that concerned about it but I know that she will get it done and exactly. we will try to figure out and I think also coming from a um, from a, a 
counseling therapeutic mindset, I'm, one thing I want to mention is also make sure that you're talking to your kids. You know, how many times have we heard the commercials and people are, you know, saying this isn't normal or this isn't, you know, the traditional thing to do. So you just got to understand this is something different and not to take it so not to get so stressed about it and, and get so worked up and concerned with being perfect because it's, it's just not, it's trial and error, just like life. It, it seems like this whole process seems to be, um, trial and error as far as um, the logistics of it. And and so that's good. I think that's good news. I think some people are going to be relieved by hearing you, someone that has actually walked that walk <laughs> with your kids in your home and you've had success, say that. Um, now, how did, how did you all feel like, um, I, I used to teach health and physical education, so I had a lot of freedom to get creative, right? So some of the things that you're saying, like rolling the ball and, I mean, I used to have a full-blown Easter egg hunt at my, at a high school. So you get creative and kids, kids like to do stuff and move around, but how did you all incorporate that into, um, we, I know we talked earlier about like going on field trips and, and, and when you got out into the world, so to speak, were you still teacher or were you mom or, you know, how did, how did that work when you all started to, um, started to go out once you got into the swing of homeschooling? Um, we were both actually, because um, field trips turn into vacations, mm-hmm. vacations turn into field trips. So it's a constant learning Mm -hmm. and because your kids are used to, to you pouring into them, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you know, there's, and you're there with them all the time and you know what you've taught them. It's relatable. So you come up on something and say, Oh, you remember we, we hit this and Mm -hmm. and this is what it looks like or what have you. And um, you know, because especially with the history and Bible, I -hmm. mean, the guy, the boys love, that because they got to just sit on the couch with Kevin mm-hmm. and he just you know taught them and they love history and Bible time you oh, know, because cool. that was very untraditional that's just how Kevin did it yeah you know? and it worked very well and it was a break into you know break into the um the structure or whatever the the reading writing arithmetic type mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah I mean that that's the fun part about it because it turns into a family event. Mm-hmm. You're still learning, they're still learning, you're still teaching, but it's fun. So that's another aspect of being flexible, being creative, and you count that as a school day. You know, it is yeah. it's constant learning. You know, that reminds me of you know, of course, I'm just getting warmed up with this podcast and I'm asking my family, did you guys listen? And they're like, mom, you, you are your podcast. You tell us this all we already know. And so I thought that was like a funny moment. And it kind of reminded me of that when you were talking, it's like, we already know this, this stuff, like this is what you do. So I think that, I mean, homeschooling is sounding really cool. I mean, you guys, this, like, I'd never really seen this or or experienced um anyone just sharing and how passionate you guys are about it and it I I mean this this sounds like a good deal and I think this is really gonna put some people at ease as far as 
because like even like myself you know I'm talking about the tips the tips are to make sure you are in tune to your children and there's things that we already know as as parents yeah and um and even I can speak from a person that taught public school it's kind of the same thing you, you I got it completely wrong like some days I've had kids correct me it's not the best feeling but I was thinking oh I guess I did, you know, so, but it's like, what do you do? You say, man, I I guess I got that wrong. Let me go over this again, or let me look a little further into that. And sure enough, you know, and my subject, things were constantly changing, you know, with health and, and I even taught driver's ed. I I still don't know to this day why health and PE teachers taught driver's ed, but I did. So it was like, things were constantly (laughs) changing and laws and all this stuff. So that's kind of like, um, what it is so I mean this this is pretty cool so another thing um that I know a lot of people were asking um and I've I'd heard of this before and I know a little bit about it but I hear people talk about co-ops with homeschooling explain to me what a co-op is okay a co-op is a just a co- operative education okay so for us you know when we did our research I knew there were certain subjects I didn't feel comfortable I didn't know how far my kids would go mm-hmm. um in math or science that's not my thing I can be quite honest with that mm-hmm. you know in elementary we can go through the books yeah fine 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 mm-hmm. once we get to the middle and high school the algebra and trig or whatever you know how far they decide to go or mm-hmm. we feel like they need to go based on you know their learning curve or where where you see them leaning to what occupation or whatever you have you see them leaning to mm-hmm. um but you research your co-ops there is if you go on google and google homeschool actually it's overwhelming wow um, you check your areas um but there are cooperative schools with where churches volunteer their buildings and um, there's some that set up just like a school structure, mm-hmm. several classes, instructors. Um, my youngest son, he did that 11th and 12th grade. Mm-hmm. Um, one was young musicians of Virginia. Those children that are, um, musically inclined, mm-hmm. orchestra, all of that, singing, acting, theater, all of that. They go to these schools and you can take all subjects there. So it's still a home school because they're homeschool parents teaching the courses Mm -hmm. but if you don't feel comfortable teaching or if you have to go to work and that's the flexibility of it they can go and take all their english their maths it's it's a and you can volunteer yourself like if you taught pe Mm -hmm. you wanted to be there with your children while they're doing the co-op you can volunteer and um where those classes are actually paid you know the teachers are paid oh wow it's called homeschool plus um and one was called young musicians of virginia and those teachers are actually paid and it's set up like a curriculum. You get your books, you have book swaps, but it's all homeschool kids, all homeschool geared, all homeschool parents teaching. And that's the cooperative. There's homeschool parents mm-hmm. teaching other people's homeschool kids, whatever your specialty is. If you good in an accountant, you can teach accounting. If you're good in English or, you know, what have you. So they have those classes for you available for subjects that you don't feel comfortable in because let's, let's talk about um, public speaking. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in your home. 
how much public speaking you're going to get. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> those are some those co-ops will incorporate that. They will do plays, um, band, dance, drama. So mm. all those things that will fill in those gaps for socialization um, and just, um, you know, the, the YMCA actually has um, homeschool PE class. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wherever you, there's always, you don't have to say, I have to do everything because you want to socialize your children. So the more you do that, the more quote unquote normal. Yeah. You know, she always said our kids had more socialization because they had more time. Yeah, that was the next, th- that was kind of, you know, I was leading and you were leading into that. And I was going to say, so that takes care of making sure that your kids are well-rounded and, and yes. socialized. And, you know, I, I mean, let's just, we know there's a stigma with homeschool yes. kids being weird or awkward, socially awkward. And, you know, I'm just, you know, being vague, but, you know, I, I understand that. I mean, a lot of my girls that, that my girls dance and a lot of their dance, um, their teammates, they're homeschooled. And I never would have known unless, you know, I asked because they're socialized. They, you just have to be intentional just as you should be intentional. If your child is in public school, that doesn't always guarantee that they're um, social and, and they have a healthy social life. So, I mean, there is so much more flexibility than I even knew with homeschooling. And I just think that this is cool the way that it has developed into such a, um, I don't know, it just such such a big family. <laughs> and it's such a well-oiled machine, it seems like, um, because you can just kind of pick and choose because, hey, let's face it, public school and traditional schooling is great for some I have a child that is very studious and she is a you know great student and sometimes I have to nudge her to be um a leader or be creative and to you know but she is a great listener so traditional school works for her my other child she thinks she can lead everything so sometimes that's not a good thing when you're in a class and you're not the only kid there so um you know I, I just think that um you know, we really have to make sure she has um, a, a teacher that understands that, um, she, you know, this traditional thing, the way it's set up, it really kind of doesn't work for her. And we already know that. So, you know, we just have yeah. to um, advocate for our children. But I'm telling you, this is, I mean, I, I don't, you've covered, you guys have covered a lot of things. And I think a lot of questions that people have. And if, if nothing else, I can say that I think it has relaxed the minds of parents that are faced with this virtual just to say, chill out, relax. You know, your kids, they are, they're yours <laughs> and, yes. and you've had them. So um, had them there, if nothing, at least from March and you've had them there and, and um, just take advantage of the opportunity. I'm a glass half full kind of person. So I'm like, let's take advantage of the opportunity to maybe, um, build a a different relationship with your children um, while you have this opportunity. Um, So one thing I do want to ask before we wrap it up, because I want to be respectful of your time. um, 
Well, first, is there anything else that you wanted to definitely add um, as far as it can be anything from um, an ex- your experience that you want to share or just some tidbits or some tips or something that just you feel like you want to share before I get into my last question? Well, um, you, you use the word flexibility. I heard Stacy mention it too. Mm-hmm. That, that's one of the things that is super key, you know. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I think we mentioned Stacy had kind of somewhat of a mentor when we went in, mm-hmm. and looking back now, I realize, hey, I might have had one too in um, in my coworker. Mm-hmm. Um, he he um, basically put that word in our minds and in our hearts, flexibility. And we actually had a little small index size poster we put on the fridge Mm -hmm. and it was it said flexibility he said flexibility is key is paramount in homeschooling there are no homeschoolers that are going to be alike no homeschool family no homeschool so never try to set your homeschool up like someone else's it's always going to be different and um so it it changes it 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 can always change there's no two homeschools that are alike Mm -hmm. and i um and looking back, you know, as far as um, the socialization, mm-hmm. I mean, I found that the homeschool kids are actually even more socialized as far as their maturity because they yeah. deal a lot more with adults. Yeah, it's the real world. <laughs> other, um, yeah, yeah, actually in the real world, mm-hmm. other adult, you know, homeschool parents, you know, in the co-ops or, you know, just in you know, maybe field events, field days, activities, that kind of a thing. So Mm -hmm. they actually do have quite probably, you know, a little more experience, a little more mature social skills than the average uh, child. And remember, whoever decides to homeschool and you choose to, Mm -hmm. you know, we've seen different families do it different. Some homeschool for a year or two. Some have homeschooled to... um, say middle school and then allow them to go to maybe a private school or public school. Some homeschool to high school. Mm -hmm. We even knew one family that homeschooled all the way to the senior year and then allowed their child to go to high school um, for a senior year and graduate, you know? Mm -hmm. So so there are, you know, all different avenues, different ways you can take it. And uh, so just always, I mean, flexibility, that is just, so huge and Mm -hmm. and it's it's really uh you got to keep that in mind um i think that's it okay and i would like to add with that flexibility Mm -hmm. um you don't have to put yourself in a box i knew a family whose um the mother was an accountant Mm -hmm. so she would schedule her school around the accounting you know tax season oh wow okay so you know it's your school and you can do it the way you want also there's a family, some families homeschool all year round, like during the summer. We yeah. give our kids some breaks, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you don't have to. And there's a there's families where um, a lot of families go into homeschooling because they're of their kids having, you know, maybe have some type of learning disability, maybe mm-hmm. dyslexia or something, mm-hmm. where you can take the time and work through that with your child. Wow. You know. And they don't have to worry about peer pressure or trying to keep up. There's some children. I'm, I'm throwing it a bunch at, at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some families that have, you know, like kids different ages. Mm-hmm. And 
before you know it, maybe the younger, because of the learning style of the child, they may, you know, progress very quickly in a subject. And they ended up being in the same, maybe math class as their older child or vice versa. And you can move them up or the other one, you can reclassify. So the the flexibility and the pressure is all within a classroom where you kind of have to keep up or you get lagged behind Mm -hmm. to, to get your child to where your child needs to be. It's all about for us was mastery, flexibility and mastery. If you didn't get it this time, you get it before the 12th grade. (laughs) When I noticed that the same thing was repetitive throughout the years. So some people may get, you know, spelling or whatever early and some people may get it later on or Mm -hmm. reading comprehension or what have you. But that's the, that's the beauty of homeschooling. Have nothing against public school. I went through it. My husband, our first child, this is just something God led us to do. I think you guys are, I don't know how much you all are doing in this, you know, because I know the, the boys are, are out of, you know, school and yes, Lord, graduate, <laughs> but, they both graduated last year. Yeah. One from college and one from high school. Well, yes. But I'm telling you, you guys have a powerful, and this is like Freedom Talk Tammy, not niece Tammy. I'm telling you, this is you guys, I'm like I, I think you're going you, you guys are gonna start a move and, and, and everybody's gonna be signing up to do homeschool because it's like I can do it, I can do it. <laughs> because this, I mean, there's so many, and, and like I said, I taught public school. Uh, my kids are in public school, but I'm telling you, I, I know that, you know, some situations where this actually sounds like it would be a good idea. And one thing that I love that, that uncle Kevin pointed out was it's not permanent. I mean, you might, yeah. you might do it. And he, the worst thing that can happen is, man, that wasn't a great year. I've had not so great years for, you know, my kids in public school. What do we do? Drop out? No, you just try again the next year or try something different. So I think that is huge to just put you at ease to, to, you know, if you feel like this is something you're led to do or something that just may be more practical for your family, go, I mean, go for it. Uh, this uh, there there are a lot of great things and I mean I probably could go on and on and on but like I said I want to be respectful of your time and um yeah so that those those I'm glad I asked that because I'm glad you chimed in with those last two things because they were so powerful now the last question um I want to ask you guys is you know we're talking a lot about the kids because the kids are the ones you know that are in homeschooling but what do you think that and you can come from any angle it could be from you know academic um, personal emotional spiritual what do you think homeschooling your children added to your life how did it bless you as individuals or as parents um our relationships with our children that's the, the greatest blessing that we have um from homeschooling, the time we spent with them, Mm -hmm. the time we had to really pour in them and develop them, develop their character, develop who they are, Mm. and to make them so comfortable with us. I mean, um, they enjoy, they actually enjoy spending time with us. Uh, We didn't have the, you know, you hear uh, commonly about rebellious years or teen years, Mm -hmm. 
we never experienced any of that. Well, that's a blessing. And, uh, <laughs> and that's what both our homeschool children. And they, you know, to this day, when they, you know, when uh, weekend's coming up and they're looking for some fun, uh, some excitement to do, they usually include us. Uh, mm-hmm. It's usually a movie night, a uh, game night. They're they looking forward to uh, us going out to dinner. And, you know, that's considered exciting for them. And uh, they they just enjoy it. So we really, I mean, we got great memories. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just, it's it's been a great, awesome experience. Uh, as, you know, we mentioned, I, I did, uh, I taught, you know, history and Bible. I mean, up till high school, and I'm literally being this, the 12th grade year, and I'm teaching, you know, say history or Bible, and we sitting on the couch. They lay their, their head on my chest while we're, um, while we're studying and talking about, you know, uh, the lesson and wow, get so comfortable and they're so comfortable, uh, with that, like, you know, you know, being next to their dad, laying on his shoulder, laying on his chest. And we just kind of talking about the lesson. Uh, and they always said that was their favorite subjects, you know, yes, they did. Bible. <laughs> so that's a bond that we have. That's never going to be broken. And uh, I really appreciate that in the time. So we never look back and we'll say, well, I didn't spend enough time with my children. Yeah. Yeah. We spent all day with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, that, that's great. And and it was something I, I wanted to mention. I don't, uh-huh. I don't know if I can recall it now, but uh, I'll let Stacey go ahead and uh, share with you, you know, what the blessings I guess she got out of it. Well, mine is similar. I mean, it's just nothing like that family time. And mm-hmm. um, even to this day, if, you know, we're watching a movie and we're sitting beside each other, it's nothing unusual for uh, our sons to lean their heads on our shoulders. Um, just the teachable moments mm-hmm. and to be there because our main thing was insulating, not isolating. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we're in this world. And there are some things that happened to our kids, you know, some some things that were said to our kids, some racial things, you know, their feelings were hurt. But the thing is, they didn't have to carry it all through school and then come home and talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) Even my might have said something to hurt their feelings. And but when I see that, I can address it right then. Or if they're feeling insecure and then I can my husband, I can say, look, you're great. God created Mm -hmm. you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. And, you know, it's a self-esteem, a constant building their self-esteem mm-hmm. and to to actually be able to do it right then, you know? Yeah. So if something happened and, you know, we're like, what happened? And maybe they won't talk about it then, but it's the, to be able to be there to reassure, reassure them. And like my husband said, to build them up, to pour into them constantly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been a blessing. It's been a blessing watching them to go from, grade school through adulthood they're both adults now and now Mm -hmm. we're in a different transition but because of that bond that was built when there's an issue or a problem they still feel comfortable coming to us and so that's the biggest blessing we can ask for and and guys i'm telling you like i said i'm I'm close to uncle kevin and aunt stacy and kj and justice and yelani i'm close to to this family um and I'm telling you, what they're saying is 
it's true. You know, sometimes you think, well, maybe you think that, you know, sometimes as parents, we like to believe things. No, this, this is true. I, I've witnessed this. They are a close family. They are a loving family. And I, I really do think their homeschooling experience was a reason, um, well, you know, contributed to their bond and, um, and they're fun too. (laughs) They're fun people. So, um, that is cool guys. So now, you know, at the end of my podcast, I always say something. And since I've been doing this freedom Friday, I like to, um, ask you guys to help me with that second line. (laughs) So I'm giving you some time to get ready. (laughs) Okay. And and if, if you forget, remember it rhymes. So <laughs> like I always say, freedom talk. Freedom walk. Yes, I love it, guys. Don't forget to tune in next week on Tuesday. Subscribe to Freedom Talk Podcast and um have a great weekend. I know you learned so much today. I'm so excited. Come on, guys, everybody, get ready for this virtual homeschooling, whatever experience you got coming up. Embrace it. And that's it. I love you guys. I'm out.